0: We just got back from the beach, and while we are there, a couple of kind of crazy things happened. Can't wait to share them with you on today's episode, because one of them is one of the most powerful reminders of one of the most powerful tools that you have in designing your best life. You ready? Let's go.
1: Are you ready to get the clarity, confidence, and strategies you need to design your best life? I'm Richard Hazlett,
0: And I'm Natasha Hazlett. If you're ready to experience abundance in all areas of your life, then you're in the right place. Each week on this podcast, we're going to share with you the tools we've used to help thousands of people find their purpose and live their life by design.
1: So if you're ready to start the journey, head over to designyourbestlife.com and download your Clarity Roadmap when this episode is over. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Design Your Best Life podcast. I'm Richard Hazlett. This is episode 14. I guess we'll call this our beach episode. (laughs) So we just came back from a week down in Florida, spending time with family and friends at the beach and uh, ended up with a couple of interesting stories to share, I think.
0: I can't wait. I've been so excited to record this episode because what happened at the beach was crazy.
1: I think we'll start with the just the first story, which was I'm sitting out on a raft enjoying life, just relaxing about 65, 70 yards offshore. And then events began to unfold near the shore (laughs) (laughs) that reminded me of like a movie that you would see where the one the one idiot is out in the ocean and all of a sudden he's the only one in the ocean. (laughs) Every I see we were down there with, uh, some friends we had, I guess it was my fraternity brother from college and then some other families. And we were, we had all been having a good time on the beach and my fraternity brother is over there checking a crab trap or something that he's put in the water. I think he put some squid in there. So probably not a good idea in the swimming area in hindsight. So, all of a sudden, he's he's walking out in the water, and the guy on the shore says, "Hey, man, there's a shark right next to you." And he looks down, and starts, you know, he sees it, and then he starts pointing to his sister and his brother-in-law. He's like, oh, there's a shark there." He's trying to like be somewhat calm about it, like get out of the water. And then, you know, the word spread, and next <laughs> thing you know, everyone's rushing out of the water. So then Natasha <laughs> screams. Richard Shark, (laughs) and so then the pandemonium breaks out on the (laughs) on the beach. So next thing you know, I'm the only one in the water because I'm like way off, you know, out. (laughs) Alex,
0: this is so typical. I mean, like literally, (laughs) Rich is like like. Sitting there in this neon green raft,
1: <laughs> not just religious. on top of I mean, a said, raft.
0: Yes, on top of this raft. Well, what's like, funny about it oh is, like, God. I was,
1: I was like, out of the way of all the stuff going on, and everyone is saying, "Go the other way, go the other way," and I, I, you know, I'm trying to just be like, "All right, whatever." I'm sure I'm fine, but everyone tells me to go the opposite way of the which way the shark was going or whatever. So I start going back the other way work my way. And, and, and you're over there like waving me in, get hurry up. And and so right when I get to where I'm getting closer to shore, the thing turns around and to, and everyone starts going, it's coming right at you. So like, literally, <laughs> I moved into perfect position for so so that I would be right in the way of the shark. And it literally went right under my rat, like maybe four feet away from me, <laughs> like, oh,
0: my gosh, just
1: right oh my- under me. And I'm like, all right, well, I, I dodged the... I mean, it just took off. It wasn't interested. And I we're, we don't even know what it was exactly. Everyone thought it was a shark. I mean, it was a giant fish of it some was sort. Some,
0: yeah, it was definitely a very large aquatic situation that was going on. <laughs> and yeah, so every... <laughs> then, your the, fraternity brother said that <laughs> I helped escalate the situation yeah, no, he as said, I'm no,
1: Actually, he said out of, out of the 20 or 30 times that they've seen some <laughs> sort of shark incident on a beach, that was the one that had the most panic. And he believes that it was because <laughs> Natasha screamed, Richard Shark. <laughs> <laughs> so oh uh, needless gosh. to say, that was an interesting feeling to uh, be sitting out there in the...
0: <laughs> that was in, in terrifying as your wife I was sitting there going oh my gosh you have got to be I, kidding well
1: what's funny is my initial thought was I'm just going to sit right here and let all this unfold from where I am and then everyone tells me to go the other way and it turns out to take me right in the path of <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the shark ridiculous
0: oh, oh my so, gosh so that was that was some ridiculous excitement <sighs> and I'm very glad that we all escaped unscathed from that incident. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then, I don't know if it was the next day. I can't remember the order of there, the events, it all,
0: It's all blending together.
1: So when we had our retreat, we rented paddle boards and kayaks for our clients, and so we had access to those the whole like the, the whole time we were there. But I just kept looking at the paddle boards and thinking, ah, I might, I might do that sometime. I've always kind of wanted to do that the stand up paddleboard, and I just never got around to it. So this time the beach house that we were staying in had access to, we had a paddleboard there. So some, some other people in our group were using it. I decided, you know what? I'm just going to go out there and give that a try. Now the water seems fairly calm. And, uh,
0: it was not calm. No, it, no, it I actually,
1: mean. no, it actually was, it was fine. It wasn't, it was like, you know, there's still some rolling waves or whatever, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like the other days when there were some bigger waves. So, In my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'll just go out there and stand up and ride around or whatever. I've never done it before. I just assume that I would be able to easily do it. So I get out. I'm I'm riding on my knees where the waves are bigger, you know, and I get past those initial ones, get past the sandbar to where it, you know, it starts getting deeper again.
0: I think this all starts to stem from the fact that you don't see yourself as your age. You see yourself as twenty year old, rich. That has complete capability to pretty much what are you pick saying up I'm, anything. You're saying I'm not capable?
1: Come on now. <laughs> so, but no, interestingly enough, I did hurt my knee. And I had a, my knee was all swollen up during this trip. So like I probably in hindsight was not ever going to be able to balance on a, <laughs> on a board very well. So, so I'm on my knees. I'm like paddling out there. I get past the waves that are, that are a little bit bigger. So I get to where I'm, I'm ready to stand up. And as soon as I, attempt to stand up, I immediately fall out, go head first into the water. And I'm wearing my Ray-Bans, which I don't have, you know, the uh, croquis on or whatever to hold them in place. And they go and and I'm like, as soon as I hit the water, I'm like, oh, I got to get these sunglasses because they're just going to go, you know, in the ocean, they'll be gone. And so I was like swimming underwater, looking for them. I couldn't find them. And it was just like, you know, that quick, they were gone and i just said all right well whatever natasha's gonna love that she'll be giving me a hard time so i look back and the board is already like way in short so i start heading back i'm like all right well i lost the glasses whatever and so i tell you and of course you're like why would you wear sunglasses (laughs) when you go out there
0: i mean i am baffled at this point because i mean i'm sitting there thinking like i know how difficult paddle boarding is not because i've actually done it because I. I've seen people try to do it. And I realize (laughs) that this is, it is not as easy as you may think, number one. Number two, to do paddleboarding even in a lake would not necessarily be easy. But doing paddleboarding for the first time in the ocean Without an instructor, you're just gonna figure it all out yourself. <clears throat> Typical. And, and then to wear sunglasses out there, of all things, and expect that you're gonna remain unscathed and that you're gonna actually have these sunglasses. I was, I was pretty, my mind was pretty blown by the time you told me this. And I was like, <laughs> I'm, I have to say, I'm not that surprised that you lost your sunglasses, Rich.
1: Yeah, in, in retrospect, that's probably a likely outcome. So I take the board in. You say, well, I'm going to go head out on the raft and just kind of float around. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll join you because we were doing This the-
0: definitely was before the shark incident because I think I was a little bit more hesitant to go <laughs> okay. out on the raft after the shark incident.
1: All right. So the day before, I guess. So you said, I'm going to take the raft out and just float around. And I said, all right, well, I'll come out there. So you kind of jokingly, this was maybe... 15 10 minutes later or whatever
0: no i just went out i just was went that out, right
1: after it happened or whatever
0: no i mean it's probably 10 15 minutes after the incident
1: yeah so i decided, decided yeah
0: so I, just I yeah i decided i was going to go out and float on the raft and so i was out there by myself for well, probably you, a good... you,
1: well you walked out there and i saw you and i was like hey i'll just go out there and join you so i got on this we were just kind of hanging off the raft
0: the raft by the way that has got to be like the all-time best way to hang out. The temperature and the water was perfect. I mean, it was so unbelievably relaxing. The waves weren't bad. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. So I, I just come up there and get on the raft with you. We're just hanging off of it. And you kind of jokingly said, so where, where was the last place you saw your glasses? And then you started laughing. You're like, <laughs> just kidding. I mean, I know it's the ocean. I'm sure they're long gone. And I was like, well, I mean, it was right over there, you know? So we just kind of headed in that direction. Not really like I, we were like, I guess we could just see if we can see them. Cause the water is clear, you know? So we get out there and then we're like, you know, ah, they're not here, whatever, you know? So we weren't really all that worried about it. I mean, I was like, man, I, I, I'm not happy about not having sunglasses while I'm down at the beach. I'm going to have to go buy some more. And then I was like, you know what? Forget that. I'm going to manifest a pair of glasses. I don't care if they're mine or another pair of sunglasses. And you were like, yeah, your pair or better. And so I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. So that's it. I'm manifesting sunglasses or my pair or a better pair. And then we just forgot about it. Like, and we just like, we're, we're just kind of joking around about it, but I was like, you know, that's what, that's what's happening. And so we, we just kept, we we weren't looking actively for the sunglasses. We were just out there floating around talking for the next like five or 10 minutes. And like, we went one way, the water took us, the waves kind of crashed. And then we, we go back another way. And then all of a sudden we get turned back around to where we're facing out towards the ocean. And you look down and said, there are your glasses. And so of course. I mean, I was just about to spot him as I told you later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rich reaches down. He's like, no way. No, it
1: was actually about, it was almost six feet deep. So I had to, I was like, I think those are the glasses. So I dove down and they were just like, the glasses were like sticking in the sand, like up, like, and so I, I reached down and grabbed them. I was like, I cannot believe I just found those At like 30 minutes after I had lost them. And it in was totally ocean, wild. In the
0: ocean, in the freaking ocean y'all i mean seriously and you know and i said you know what that is I, this is just a testament to the fact that i am the famous finder my mama always used to say that i was a famous finder i could find stuff in the most random of places and rich responds to me well i was just about to find them are you kidding me i mean you are spotted you him. we
1: were looking in the same place i'm sure i would have found
0: oh baloney <laughs> baloney
1: <laughs> no but hey exactly but like i was the one who who said I was going to manifest classes and then five minutes later they were in my hand. So obviously we're a good team.
0: We are a good team. <laughs> and you know, and this is the, now we didn't really have a moral of the story for the shark situation. Uh, except panic. for don't, don't put squid <laughs> in the, in, in a trap. I guess that's the best lesson for that. Well, And but- also
1: don't panic. I mean, if I would have just like freaked out and jumped in the water and flailed around, I might've been attracting more attention.
0: Maybe so. For the sunglasses, I'm going to tell y'all, this has got to be one of the stories that I, number one, will tell for the rest of my life. And number two, will always serve as a very powerful reminder of what is possible. I mean, like I replay that scene over and over, probably every single day because of the impossibility of it. I mean, we're not talking he fell off the thing. And then one second later, he found his sunglasses. We're talking, he went in, we had conversations, we come back out, who knows where the heck he actually fell, and in the water. And these things, a, yeah. not a few minutes after we said, Rich said, I'm gonna manifest sunglasses, any sunglasses, and I I was more specific and less specific at the same time. I said, yeah, yours or something even better. And, um, and, and there they were.
1: Well, and what's interesting is after I made that statement, we didn't then actively look for the glasses. That was what was wild. I just said that. And then we literally let go of the concept of even worrying about where the glasses were. We were just floating around, having fun, not even looking for them.
0: And that's the, that's I think one of the morals of the story and one of the the greatest tips that I can give you. And and this has been my true in my experience and, manifesting all sorts of things over the years, you release the how, if you sit and think about how probable is it for blah, blah, blah. I mean, that was impossible. That was impossible The thing that, that you were going to manifest. I don't know manifest, if I would say it was
1: impossible. I mean, so our, our friends there were, were not quite as in disbelief as you are about the possibility of it. I mean, it was a clear water. I mean, I'm just me. I'm just playing the other side of the card here. It's, it was it was improbable is what I would say definitely improbable I don't know about impossible I mean they were there well, obviously but, it
0: was possible yeah. right because it came back but
1: well but I mean it was it was interesting because like you would think the water I I figured they had washed into shore and had like gone down you know maybe a hundred yards the other way by the time we were out there I wasn't thinking that they would be anywhere near where they actually fell because just the water was moving and and I couldn't find them when I first when it first happened you know so definitely it was a an unexpected find for sure
0: the first thing is that you release the how how is this going to happen how can this how could this possibly occur
1: I mean I do think that if we if we had just gone out there searching and had not gone through that like the way we did it we probably would have never found it. If we were just actively looking as hard as we could to find them, I don't think we would have found it. Well, and them. who
0: would do that anyways? I mean, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> who who does that? When, plenty of people that are listening to this podcast have lost stuff in the ocean. And like, at no point, like you may instantaneously in that moment kind of search around, oh my gosh, do I see anything? But I don't know of anyone that's like, let me go inside. Let me go do a bunch of other stuff for 30 minutes and then expect, that they're going to go back out and then start scouting out for something like sunglasses or a hat or whatever. Like that's just, you just chalk it up to, I lost it and I'll have to buy a new pair. So yeah, I mean, I think that the first thing is you just release the how. Quit trying to micromanage how everything's going to happen. And the second thing for sure, at least for on my part, is is that when I said yeah your sunglasses or something even better, I actually expected to for you to have sunglasses within that afternoon. like I really did like well, I mean me, I
1: well, I just 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 to say like when I said that, I was actually believing in a firm way that I would find some sunglasses, not necessarily mine. That's what's interesting,
0: yeah. so. That's the secret sauce. If you, you know, everyone wants to know what's the secret sauce? How do you actually manifest things? I think that it's powered by belief. I think that that is the energy of belief is where all of this happens because that's where you aren't focused on worrying. You're not worried about how is it all going to happen? You just know. It's just like when you go to sleep at night, you believe and expect you're going to wake up in the morning. It's that level of like a lack of concern. I don't know if that's the best metaphor or analogy or why do I always get those two confused? But it's the same thing. We just don't, it's not at the forefront of your mind that it's not going to happen or how it could happen. And I really believe that that is a big, big factor in whether people are manifesting things or not you just well, release the out release the obsession with the outcome and how it all has to play out
1: the two things that i remember taking away from when we talked about how you and i read think and grow rich together and you were my audio book when we would drive around running errands and stuff
0: i, rem- uh, I remember that. that was a pretty good audio book <laughs> at that
1: so you know the two big takeaways from that book are that having definiteness of purpose combined with a white hot desire and then holding those in place together for like, and then like things that seem unexpected occur when you do that, you know? So I think that even if those sunglasses are nothing more than a kind of a microcosm of how that works, you know, even if it's just like, Hey, this was a great story for you to have to like, understand that you don't have to always know that it's going to work out perfectly. It, you know, that things can happen like that, but I definitely believe we've seen in our lives having those types of white hot desires and definiteness of purpose and, and have those pan out, you know?
0: And the white hot desire doesn't mean that you're obsessed with the how I think that's the, the, and, and cause when you have this, obsession with the how you're bringing the energy of doubt and disbelief which actually repels the thing that you desire. So I think that that's that's an important nuance if you will about the white hot desire. It's not an obsession with how is it all going to pan out. It's just like, yeah, this is, this is what's going to happen. I've got that I've got that energy of belief. And you know, I mean for me I I really do believe that it is This is something that I needed in in my life at that particular moment was that reminder that all things are possible. And, you know, in the Bible, it says, for with God, all things are possible. And I'm going to tell you that I will always, anytime I have some big desire placed on my heart or a big, you know, a big dream, I'm asked to do something really big and I feel ill-equipped to do it. I can promise you that I will remember that sunglasses story for the rest of my life because anyone can say that they weren't impressed with the fact that the sunglasses came back. But let me tell you, that was literally the most improbable thing on the planet, right? Like to me, to me. And um, and so that was such a gift of a lesson. I feel like that was like a divine wink of, you know what? Just remember, amazing things can happen that you don't expect. Even something as crazy as finding your lost sunglasses in the freaking ocean.
1: (laughs) Planted in the sand.
0: And and I just want to add to the improbability of it. We were far from shore. Like we're not talking because I think some people may be like, well, where'd you find them like three feet out in the ocean? I mean, we were far.
1: Some more like, yeah, maybe 70, 75 yards or something out.
0: Yeah. So it wasn't washed up on shore at all. They were out in the ocean. So, anyways, I, I mean, I think that I hope y'all enjoyed that story as much as I did. I mean, if anything, I just entertained myself with that story.
1: <laughs> if nothing else, I, I got my nice sunglasses
0: back. So that was good. <laughs> Well, we certainly hope that you enjoyed the story as much as we did. And the powerful reminder that you really can manifest the desires of your heart, even the most improbable ones.
1: Yeah. So if you're at the beach and you want to go paddleboarding, make sure you put some uh, croquis on your sunglasses. Thanks everybody for listening.
0: See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Design Your Best Life. If you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor and rate and review our podcast. This lets the platform know that we're doing something right and people love our content. It would be a huge help and we would be so grateful. Be sure to head over to designyourbestlife.com and pick up the Clarity Roadmap. The Clarity Roadmap will help you get the clarity and confidence you need to take the next step to designing your best life. We look forward to you joining us next time on Design Your Best Life.